They claimed hospitals were filled to capacity and trailer truck freezers were being used to store the deceased that succumbed to the coronavirus. Well, I beg to differ. I'm retired, 68 years old, have been smoking for 52 years, had a heart attack in 2017 requiring two stents, have COPD, have been tested positive for Lyme disease, and have been freely traveling around Florida, literally mask-free, not really following any mandates, without any effects from the scary COVID-19 virus. The same holds true for my 98-year-old dad, who is in good health, still sharp-witted and self-functioning, bless him. We also have a roommate, Pete, who has had bronchitis and asthma since childhood. A few times Pete had breathing problems and during them episodes, I brought him to the hospital. Every time I brought him, the hospital was like a ghost town and he was processed and admitted in a flash. Each time I wondered to myself, where are all the COVID patients? Not to mention the fact that I do not personally know anyone in my area that even caught the COVID virus. I never observed any tractor trailer freezes in the vicinity and never seen anyone of the potential thousands dropping around me. Our ability to freely move about in Florida without strict pandemic mandates is thanks to our great governor, Ron DeSantis. I can't personally speak for him, but it is my guess that he would see through the charades of the powers that be as well. Due to the governor's actions, our state has remained economically stronger than most. Kudos and hats off to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Speaking of Ron DeSantis, I envision a 2024 presidential run with Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis as his vice presidential running mate. To me, it is a scenario that could protect the future of our constitution and country from the left, which has been slowly chipping away at our constitutional rights and literally ruining the democracy of our country. Could this simply be wishful thinking on my part? Time will tell. Okay, I'm gonna take a little break here and uh, leave you with a song that I think most of you can relate to and I'll catch you on the flip side. softly creeping left its seeds while I was sleeping and the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence Restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp 
I turn my collar to the cold and down When my eyes were stamped by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people made me more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs That voices never share And no one dared Disturb the sound of silence Said I, you do not know Silence like a cancer grows Hear my words that I might teach you Take my arms that I might reach you But my words like silent raindrops fell silence and the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made and the sign flashed its warning in the words that it was forming and the sign said the of the prophets are written on the subway walls and tenement halls and whispered in the sounds of silence. Okay, here we are, back on the flip side. Ah, the sound of silence, one of my favorites. And heed the words. The truth is written on the walls for those who care to take the time to read it. Now back to the pandemic. There are so many signs that there is something that just doesn't add up to a worldwide shutdown due to a virus. First of all, in some instances, it has been reported that the virus is merely nothing more than another version of the common flu that occurs every flu season and that COVID death reports have been inflated. Hell, even when the Spanish flu hit in 1918 that killed millions worldwide, the only ones who were quarantined back then were the sick. Now, if there was anyone out there in Radio Land that could answer this question, please do. Why would they suggest freeing convicted felons 
due to the virus while threatening to arrest individuals who do not comply with the mask mandate. They suggested everyone, even the healthy, remain isolated and or quarantined. That is literally double talk or double speak. Aren't the convicts already isolated in prison? Makes no sense to me. If someone has an explanation, please do tell. I am so passionate about this subject that I really would like to have some feedback. Towards the end of the show, I will give my email address and even my phone number for those interested in making contact. It is my opinion that the fear factor is being used as a tool, such as with most religions, to see what percentage of the world population will be compliant with the controlling mandates. The powers that be want control and change, which by the way, is not change in our best interest. Now let's address the available vaccines. Normally vaccines are thoroughly and painstakingly researched and tested four to five years before being approved by the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. Miraculously, three different vaccines were conjured up within a few months by three different companies, all approved quickly by the FDA. Now this begs some questions. Are all the virus vaccines the same? If not, how do they differ? If different, which one would be the best choice? Has enough research of all three been done? Not to mention the reported known numerous side effects and deaths triggered by the vaccines themselves. It is my opinion not enough research has been done. That being said, anyone who decides to get a vaccine is in reality, due to the circumstances, nothing more than a guinea pig. I can't and won't advise anyone as to whether or not they should vaccinate, but I will say it is a big no for me. That is where the Constitution comes into play, the freedom of personal choice, my body, my choice. Now let's get down to the nitty-gritty about the vaccine mandates requiring all healthcare workers, first responders, police, state workers, government officials, etc. to vaccinate or lose their careers and livelihoods. The powers that be at this point are overstepping their authority and infringing upon individuals' constitutional rights by forcing them to be compliant whether they want to get vaccinated or not. Wake up, believe me people, the more compliant we become, the more we will be controlled. Now, I have been mentioning the powers that be. Who exactly are the powers that be? In the past, historically, those wielding power were mostly in the form of kings and kingdoms. It is also factually known that every great kingdom back then that had risen had fallen. Because of this never-ending recurrence, the decision was made to make some changes, to change the whole perspective, the perspective we are experiencing today. Rather than the individual kings and kingdom scenario, which can be easily identified, targeted, and overthrown, 
a brilliant few came up with the idea to maintain riches and control through the long-reaching arms of numerous government bodies, most of which, ironically, are really one. It is all a delusional deception. Hell, I'm convinced that the United States is still being ruled by the British Crown. That is why our capital is considered a district and not a part of the states. Now, those in control, the powers that be, also known as the 1% cabal and the Illuminati, begin with the Vatican, who, by the way, has more money than God himself, pun intended, and it trickles down to the royalty in Europe, who change from being a kingdom to adding government bodies such as parliament as a part of their deceptiveness to certain world leaders and rich corporations. Those are the ones deceptively in control, people. They are the elusive, unseen kingdom, and we are the peasants. To me, it is obvious that the intention of the 1% is to keep slowly and methodically forging ahead to achieve their goal of a new world order. Hence, their current attempt at testing their unnecessary worldwide mandates. Their goal is to lower the world population with a one world government which can easily control them. It will be interesting to see how many individuals will remain compliant to their dastardly deeds. Hopefully the majority will awaken before it's too late, if it is not too late already. Always remember, whenever you are being fed something, especially by the feds, no pun intended, take precaution, analyze it thoroughly, view it, touch it, smell it, and taste it before it is hastily swallowed. Okay, I'm about to end this episode. As stated earlier in the show, I would enjoy some feedback. I'm your host, Jim Andre. My email address is uniteamericaatlive.com and my phone number is 508-491-8621. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening to Beating Hot Radio.